before we fully get going, we're going to bring this in now for everybody. So I have a very important question. Who would like to do the recap? Star? Star, let's go. So, y'all, it it has been a hot three days for us. Yo! (laughs) (laughs) Stop! (laughs) So, since it's been, you know, a month, just a slight catch-up, we got here about three days ago, met each other, started uh, processing each other's emotional feelings, (laughs) and hiding things from each other, of course. So we started doing some tasks for the Magambia. We got chickens that are apparently some sort of magic. Uh, we decided to go ahead and fight some gremlins. P- what were they called? Pug? Pugwumpies? Yeah. Pugwumpies, yes. Pugwumpies. Um, and uh, only one of us could understand them with a Bostonian accent. But we were able to defeat them and get them on. So we're riding high thinking we're pretty hot, you know? And then we got our next assignment. Uh, after eating many, many, many peanut butter waffles. And we were asked to get Lucky Bones, Caterpillars, and uh, Mushrooms. And one of those we had to go out to the forest to get. So we headed out there. Simple. Yeah, simple. Simple little errands. Not a problem. So that we could do a ceremony to try and get rid of gremlins. We head out to the forest, and we are met by a mushroom man who threw some spores at us, and a few of us got a little bit sick. Tal got real sick. Hideaki went down during that fight. We got him back up. That messed up Tal, too. And we started to learn that Tal felt the need to go find the Myconid colony. So we ended up having to knock out Tal to get them back to school. So, you know, we're feeling real good about ourselves these days. Mm. Uh... Ark was able to complete our errands for us uh, because Ark is our rock. <laughs> Let's be honest here. <laughs> um, and Hideaki, Arafe, and Ark uh, got the oils ready that we needed to do for our ritual. We failed our ritual, which was a great amount of fun. Uh, and we headed back to our dorm to find that Tal had once again gone missing, despite the fact that there was a guard on their door. Uh, We ended up trying to find them, eventually did, and Hideaki was able to get them back home where we all hung out in Tal's room to make sure that they would be able to sleep and wouldn't get away again. And when we woke up in the morning, Tal was dead. And Hideaki is starting to lose his shit. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So that's where we left you guys. (laughs) Yeah, so... so from my recollections, you guys, you know, basically, um, I think it's Hideaki, scooped up Tal's body, yep. um, ran out of the room, ran out of the dorms, um, everybody in tow, arc to bullhorning um, for t- a teacher, uh, I believe, I think a, a yeah. healer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a healer. yeah, and I, said, I think I said, uh, we need a healer, there's like a death. Yep. Right. Right. Um, so to set the scene, that's that's where we'll focus in on um, kind of running through the Megambia campus right now towards um, probably the last place that you spoke with the teacher was um, with teacher aunt. So off off to his direction you go. No doubt. And um, yelling and screaming the whole way. Where is everyone? 
it's honestly not long before you know uh people are coming out of buildings taking a look seeing what's going on and um as you kind of get to like the center of campus uh coming out of the heron archives as well is teacher ott um and he you know honestly if you when you look at him he looks um Honestly, you're probably not paying attention. <laughs> There's other things to focus on. So he's he's coming out, rushing out, comes to meet you. Um, he sees the situation. He sees Tal in your hands, in your arms. And he there's this crestfallen look on his face. And it's there for a split second before he's like, come now. And he herds you all into the Heron archives. Okay. Okay. To check in. Arafay. Yes. There we go. Going strong, huh? We're just jumping right in there. <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, so there's this pull. Um, mm -hmm. The thing is, is that you're you woke up to action, to say the least. Um, and I don't think it's hard to just simply be pulled along with this with this crowd with like oh, okay we're walking here you're not really fully able to take a second to think um but as you enter the heron archives um this is kind of where you pause all of you pause for the very first time um teacher ot comes up to you uh hideaki and is just like come let me take her we have people on the way i i left them alone for a moment, and then they ran away, and then the second time they died. I'm not, I'm not, I, I can't. I can't. I understand, but there is, okay. All right. Then Show me where to go. He, he leads you all into this, for lack of a, it's actually like a classroom, I think, okay. but it's it's not one of the main ones that is used. It's empty. Um, there's the teacher desk up front, which he clears off and puts um, kind of gestures for you, like he plays down a cloth over the desk and gestures for you to, to put the body down there. And he'll probably take an actual like breath for the first time and then go ahead and, and place them on a on, on, uh, table or desk. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> he kind of nods to, it's, you know, those kind of auditoriums that smaller, not big ones, but those college lecture halls for lack of a better purpose, where it's slightly, it's a couple steps down with rows of seating. And then like the, the main teacher, uh, section down below so there's that front row of seats um that's kind of right by that that table um and he kind of gestures for you all uh to to settle in uh yeah arc will settle in almost immediately um Arafay will uh will look at the group and say i'm gonna go see if i can find more help but she sounds slightly slurred <laughs> But I'll go see if I can find anybody else to help us. And I'm going to start heading for the door without waiting for a response. Ark will step in front. I think you okay. are of better use here. I don't imagine there is more help than Teacher Ott out there. Teacher Ott kind of like, uh, yes, help is coming. We gave word for some assistance as soon as we heard yesterday. Fortunately, they were called away from the school and immediately headed back. Uh, they should be back at any point. Well, maybe I should wait outside to show them where we're at. Arafay? Hmm? If either one of you are away from my sight for more than a second, I will fix it. Um, Teacher Ott kind of looks concerned at you, Arafay, 
and um, kind of steps in front of you, puts a hand on either, you know, either arm, um, goes and kind of like tries to gently guide you to to a chair, to one of those seats. Sit. Um, As he guides, it's, there's some slight resistance. Mm-hmm. As she like is still trying to just kind of get around. We, 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 need, be here. we need to help Tal. We should focus yes. on Tal. And and we are. We are. We're waiting for the other teachers to arrive. Um, are you feeling... And he's going to kind of just do a medicine check, basically, mm-hmm. on you uh, to, to identify the signs mm-hmm. of what you're clearly exhibiting, I would say. I'm, I'm fine. I'm, I'm fine. He looks up and gives, like, a look over to Hideaki and Ark, and he kind of, like, gives you this meaningful glance and then goes back to looking at you, RFA. You are not. You are to sit here. Hold. And he has, like, an arm, like, basically, or hand on your on your arm to basically... He's not forcing you to keep in that chair, but at the second that you resist, he's there. You know what I mean? He's still going to be around. Um, Art, uh, until he is needed, is going to stand in front of the exit. And Perfect. Uh, as soon as uh, Ark moves, uh, they shift uh, from behind as a summon. Overnotes is summoned. Okay. Um, and as he does, I mean, you heard his voice in your head this entire time. Um, and it's almost been like drowned out um, with your every like it's only once you summon him and you see his presence that you're like, he's been trying to talk to me this whole time. Um, and you've just been kind of like putting it out. Um, and Overnotzo looks at you like with this mixture of like, where it'll be fine. Breathe, Hideaki. So knowing that Arafe wants to get out of here, mm-hmm. um, she's gonna cast read the air. Okay. Um. So it's oh well, I suppose they'd notice because it's somatic and verbal. So maybe she yeah. wouldn't. Never mind then. <laughs> and <laughs> they'd, no worries. They'd notice. Um, <laughs> They're right there. It, it's Ark. You're by the door. It is. You're probably the first to hear the outside door to the Heron Archives open. Um. And and you hear like footsteps coming in. Um. And they seem like rushed. As you hear like a where? Okay. And then the sounds kind of get louder to to the door that you're in front of. Um. The door just swings open and standing in front of you is i will say an elf um although she looks perhaps different than any that you've seen before um this is something super cool that i found out and i love to also throw some some lore in there so while i'm sure it's not necessarily on anybody's mind right now i would love for anybody that um may be interested um or may consider that they would know what kind of elf this person is, um, can make me a society check. I would be given interested at any other given time, but not right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's totally fair. Um, Very fair. That's a 21. <laughs> 21. Okay. Um, <laughs> Knowledge aficionado, 21. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like passive, you know. It's like no it's doubt, not yeah. that you're like racking your brain up, yeah. like where have Who I are seen you? What's this the before? password? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like you're seeing somebody walk in for the first time. Um, so let's describe this person. This, and I will I think. Yeah, okay. We're gonna show to the players um, as Teacher Ott goes. Ah, 
Teacher Lissetti. This love it. Um, oh this individual, God. yes, is an Ali J elf, and I potentially am, am mispronouncing that, so I apologize. Um, Ali J elves are unique because they're known to have um, light, pa- like patches of light skin, white hair, um, and specifically eyes that glow red or orange. Um, you've like in passing Hideaki read about these and it's interesting because you've heard like it's kind of like a rumor people like talk about them um, and you know that the rumor about them is that they say that the life and color is draining from their people hence the uh, vitiligo uh, aspect of their skin um, and people are saying that it's replaced by the infernal glow of sinister powers that they rely on. It's like this kind of like, ooh, they're these kinds of elves. It's like it's it's you've definitely read that in the past, and you're like, I've never actually met one. They're relatively reclusive. Somebody RFA needs to talk to you. <laughs> so I love her. <laughs> yes, she's freaking no amazing. She's beautiful. <laughs> she's amazing. Um. And unfortunately, he didn't quite pass the full DC, so that's all you know. Um, that's a lot, so I'm great. <laughs> but it's so cool. There's it so cool. much more, guys. I want to share this. <laughs> I went then down a rabbit hole with me roll for it then? <laughs> no, it's cool. Um, um, and what I you think... don't notice at first, because you're kind of taken aback by this this presence, and by the way, uh, as as teacher, I called her Teacher Lissetti, Um she's tiny okay uh she's this this tiny little thing um with a presence she threw that door open and like arc you're like you're looking across from you and then you have to like kind of look down a little bit um she's dressed in like this pink uh caftan uh, adorned with a lot of little tiny bones um and she looks at you and says move Ark uh, hesitates also a, a moment right in front of her. Yeah. <laughs> Ark hesitates a moment, glances back at like Teacher Ott as if to make sure it's okay because he doesn't know this person. Mm-hmm. And you did hear Teacher Ott go, "Ah, Teacher Lissetti," as soon as like he he laid eyes on her. Okay. Um, then Ark would nod and step aside. Perfect. Um, and back in wait, front of the exit. Okay. Um, wait, because you're still standing there. Um, following her immediately is a. Uh, even smaller, um, Leshy. If anybody yes. is not familiar with Leshies, they are um, the best ancestry there is <laughs> in Pathfinder. <laughs> Waffles' favorite ancestry. Um, they are plant people. Um, there's vine Leshies. There's gourd Leshies. They're it's really really cool. Um, I I love the ancestry to be honest. Um, but um, she kind of. Well, it, it kind of looks at you, um, looks up at you, does some kind of hand gesture, waves, and follows behind. Um, doesn't speak, seemingly. Um, at least doesn't say anything to you. And and they kind of walk down the steps, come around to the front um, to take a look. Was, was the hand gesture like a way to communicate? Or was it magic? Or was it something I have never seen before? Um, it... They made eye contact with you, and um, yeah, it seemed like it was a way. It was tr- it was communicating to you. 
Okay. It, it didn't seem like a like a spell component type thing. Okay. As they um, begin to sort of step forward, um, Hideaki was just can, can you fix them? Teacher Lissetti like looks at you. Let's find out. And she she's going and focusing, and she immediately goes up to uh, Tal's body, and um, kind of looks around. Uh, kind of seems to be looking for some components, and she just goes, um, "Tarne, the things, please." And quick little shout out to this leshy. Uh, this leshy is named by our lovely Patreon Cam, um, I, who I affectionately call our number one New Zealand uh, fan. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! Hey! Um, it's awesome. It comes from um, mythology um, and, and all sorts of stuff. So he, he helped me make Tarnay and I really appreciate it. So just quick little shout out there. <laughs> um, okay, cool. So... Um, and, and the little Leshy, um, quickly follows, um, and you see them kind of reach in to, um, their head, uh, which is this, like, gourd, and pull out, like, a little satchel, like, a little pack of things, and, um, they go to pass Arafe, and to, like, hand this pouch to Teacher Lissetti, and then they pause kind of look over Arafe and then they kind of turn back to Teacher Lissetti put the bag on the table and sign to her uh, something that none of you all potentially understand um, and she signs and Teacher Lissetti looks at her and is just like looks over to Arafe alright well do that and then let's start okay. and Sorry, yes. Can I ask if this sign is any kind of part of a language? It is. It is. It is. What, um, would I know it if I know? No, probably. Since he knows sorry. like nine languages. Yeah, sorry. sorry. <laughs> I, I would. I, I, yeah. I thought I actually knew Sylvan, but I don't. So. Um, it's yeah. It's. I wasn't quite sure how to handle that in terms of when you know a language, it doesn't necessarily mean that you would know, like, the sign language of that language is, is its own language, yeah. I want to say. The the only reason I wanted to ask is because my background is, uh, or I think it's my type of android, yeah, is a is a polyglot, polyglot right. which is, right. like, part of my, like, I know a lot of languages and, like, stuff like that. It's, it's like, linguistics, basically, like... Yeah, I would say like in in the books that you had in your cave, which sounds terrible, uh, in the books that you had, um, you probably had maybe one passing like thing on on sign language. It's one of those things that is, while there was pictures depictioning, you know, some common things potentially in in common, um, you it wasn't a whole language to learn through a book, and it wasn't. Um, it's something that's very difficult to learn via just a book. Um, so, um, okay. Okay. You can clearly see though, because of the polyglot, I'll say like that it is a communication, that it is a language, right? It's, that's that's what it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, as I look at Twitch chat. Okay. Um, so, at this point. Um, to both Teacher Ott and to you, Hideaki, are you next to Arafe? 
Um, no. Um, Overnose is right behind Arafe. I'm right next to the table that, uh, That's, okay. or desk. Um, she'll kind of like point to you then, the little leshy, and, um, point to Arafe. And you can tell that this time she's not quite signing in the language, although she does it in between. And she tries to mostly just get the gist across and she points to you, points to Arafe, um, kind of holds up her uh, one vine uh, tree hand and with the other hand kind of clasps the wrist, um, kind of saying like, and then points back to Arafe. Like, I, I, like he just does points to temple like that. As if to say like, as is like, is there, is there something up with um, they nod, but then kind of like hurry you along, like do this best, like go, go to, go to Arafay, like go in that direction. I, I'll look back at, at Tal and then just kind of like grab their hand for a second and then, um, and then uh, is teacher Ott still by me? He is. Okay. And he's on the other side of you, and uh, kind of seeing this will also kind of tighten his grip on the other side as you're seated uh, seated there. Um, for the next ten minutes, Tarnay is going to cast a spell on you, Arafe. Um, this is the ten minutes that you are trying, being put, made to sit still, how diff- however difficult that is um, to you. And yeah, she's a less confrontational or less like physical person. So it's more less of trying to get out. You guys, you need to you need to focus on Tal. I have somewhere I need to be. So you guys just go take care of Tal and I'll I'll go do what I need to do. Like just kind of trying to convince people to let me go. (laughs) And this little Leshy is not looking at you, nor giving like any crap. It seems like Um, for, for the eyes of anybody else, they're just like focusing on their spell and, and doing on this. So, um, for the next 10 minutes, Tarnay is casting Remove Disease. Okay. <laughs> Where um, were you on episode five? I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna I lie. I didn't realize the tension that was sitting in my shoulders until right this moment. Yes. yes. I mean, you're yes. going to roll away from death, as we learned. So. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. Um, I'm too glad you just said that, Star, because I literally just did the same thing. <laughs> I just felt it all go. Oh, yes. Everything's <laughs> on my shoulders still. So, so I just, for those that are learning Pathfinder 2E and the like, um, remove disease is not a cure-all in that sense. Um, I'll read the, the description. It says, healing magic pur- purges disease from, the, from a creature's body. You attempt to counteract one disease affecting the target. Um, counteract is potentially one of the more confusing aspects of Pathfinder 2E. It's so complicated. Um, it is complicated, um, but I, because I knew this was coming, at the very least, I was, <laughs> I did what? some behind the scenes, like quick math to figure it out. Um, I don't really want to get into it. It is, it is complicated. If anybody has questions, feel free. Um, but when it comes from a spell, there's both a DC and a level difference and all sorts of weird things that are involved in it. Um, let's not worry about that. <laughs> is the call that I'm making. But I want to say I, I recognize that. I know that's a part of this and, and I am considering it um, in everything. So I'm going to roll a check for myself here. 
And this will be the counteract attempt, and it'll be the full 10 minutes. Natural one. <laughs> That's you shut idea. up. Natural 18. I would 18. like to ban waffles from your own channel. <laughs> <laughs> Slash ban. Why isn't it working? Um, I, w- I will say, um, hearing um, Airface say that, do you think after everything that we've seen last 24 hours, that whatever place you have to be more important. I want you to understand I am angry and sad tired. I will use every physical fiber in my being to stop you from the I understand. But we all know I'm not useful here. And, but the smile doesn't crack. Like, it's still there. <laughs> you are useful. And you are wanted. Because we are a team. But I'm not useful. Just because you believe that doesn't true. Teacher Ott, with a look of, like, like true... Uh, emotional pain like like empathy and and just like seeing the situation seeing this conversation again just on the other side of urfa he kind of looks at the two of you and then glances up at arc um standing at the exit kind of waves for arc to to come have a have a seat as well listen while this and by the way arc do you do you move to no arc stays okay. on based on how rfa is acting currently Mm-hmm. He like stacks for a second as like okay fine uh, and like <laughs> acknowledges that and, and continues. Listen, this school wouldn't have chosen anybody who wasn't talented, useful, with opportunity, with. without a way to make a difference in this world. It is important to us. And as the teacher who approved each and every one of you, I do feel it is my responsibility. What happened was beyond anyone's expectations. I hope you understand that. And and nobody would expect you all in your first week to deal with what you have dealt with. That is my responsibility. And I apologize. But Arafe, you are very useful. You hold this together. I've, I've seen it. You hold this group together. I know you've passed. And one of the reasons you've come here, you have a lot of questions unanswered. Don't dismiss yourself without first I'd... Tr- trying to get those answers. There's more in you than even you know. I guess I'll know when I'm useful again. 
And until then, we'll remind you. <laughs> Tell. Hey, what's up? Oh, I'm just taking a snooze. I'm just taking a little nap. That's a little nap, ski. Snooze a little over here. Margo, no. Listen, I grew up in northern Minnesota, so like uh, it just kind of slips in here. Oh, you're just uh, sleeping like the death, don't you know? Oh, yeah, you know, it's just oh, the winter time. You just kind of got to bed down for a little while, a little you know? You'll <laughs> <laughs> just get some hot cocoa up in here. Maria, you and I have to have a and talk one day. We just so oh, yeah. It's podcast. been years, and I every time I, I, yes. Anyway, hello. Back into it. <laughs> all right, all right. <clears throat> Tell <laughs> you find yourselves in the woods as my dog shakes his uh, collar. <laughs> That's just a woodpecker. It's fine. Yeah, it's a wood. It's yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, you find yourselves in the woods. Yourselves, yourself in the woods. Good. All of um, us. All of, <laughs> all your of us. thoughts muddied unclear the flora here is familiar this is not the jungles on the outskirt of Natanbu that you so recently found yourself in this looks way more like the forests that you're used to passing through with your caravan with your family unfamiliar to you, however, is the mist that's kind of rolling through the trees, dense, hanging low, obscuring the ground. And as you look down, you realize you can't quite see your own feet through this mist. And as you concentrate on that thought, you slowly realize that you don't feel the ground you seem to be standing on either. There's a shadow of movement through the mist and kind of like a breeze circling in an exact spot the mist kind of parts and ahead of you reveals a tiny white and blue three-tailed ferret Nim the name comes to you and as it does you remember you remember asking Nim to watch over your friends as you tried to find anything that would quiet the overbearing urge and need to find the Mycelloid colony. You remember stumbling through the campus, tired and weak, and the dawning realization followed by bitterness and exasperation that even in this task, you would fail. Nim pulls your attention uh, from your thoughts as it kind of runs in that little clearing in a small circle and kind of takes off in a direction. Interestingly, the mist kind of dissipates where it runs, leaving a clear path of forest floor. What do you do? Um, I think... Uh, I think that they kind of like not really used to, this is a new sensation being like 
in this space, but not really feeling like they're in this space and seeing it's familiar, but not really. They're just mm -hmm. a little bit kind of like, like after you wake up from a, a midday nap that went on a little bit too long. Oh, <laughs> that's kind of how oh, they I deal. I feel like so well. <laughs> <laughs> what um, year is it? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Um, so they, they take a moment <clears throat> and then, um, we'll, we'll follow after Nim. <clears throat> Okay. Um, there's this like transition as you step from the mist onto the forest floor that he that it the that Nim revealed. Um, the solid ground greets your foot. You feel the leaves and twigs and dirt underfoot, and as like the last bit of you, your tail leaves the clinging mist, you start to hear. And you didn't realize until you start to hear how quiet it was. But you don't hear the sound of birds or insects or leaves rustling. You hear the sound of voices. Failure is difficult, is it not? Disappointing, really. An even-tempered and disinterested voice replies. Shh, they're here. The vibrant, young voice cuts through even sharper than the rest. The first one was an elderly voice, by the way. I forgot. <laughs> and you watch Nim as you follow along. Stop ahead of you and then kind of climb up a tree on the edge of the mist. And he's a, it's a bit away from you, ahead of you. Um, I want to look around and see if I can find... Do these voices sound familiar? <sighs> Make a... Gosh. Um, what would be appropriate... <laughs> Listen, check. <laughs> do, do a will saving throw. Oh dear! <laughs> no, it's it's not quite like that, but you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, a wisdom check if you want. Like yeah, but it, so. I like this. Uh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, is now question: Am I still stupefied? Three for the purposes of these rolls. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair question. Um, it's fine if the answer is yes. I just gotta know before I push the button. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, no. That would imply okay. connection to your body. <laughs> oh, how interesting. Yes. Very cool. I like this for me. Um, I would like to, to get rid of this. I would like this to go away now, please. Thank you. Oh, I just have to push that button. <gasps> Beautiful. All right. You said a will saving throw. Is that correct? Yes, please. All right. Thirteen. Thirteen. There's like, you know, like when there's a weird tug in your conscious, like almost like deja vu, but at the same time, you're like, no, I've, I, these do there's not no way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I'll just, I'll look around and kind of while I'm still looking around, just like hesitantly walk towards where the tree that Nim went up and um, if necessary, climb up there and follow wherever they went. So um, as you kind of approach, um, the mist is all around you. Um, and as you're kind of looking around, like behind you, where you came from is now also mist. Um, and it's not encroaching. It doesn't feel like if I don't keep moving, it's coming after me kind of a deal. It's just, there's like a perimeter around you. 
It's like walking through fog where like around yeah. you it's not, but then everywhere else it is. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so where you saw Nim kind of climb up that tree, what you thought was a tree shifts. And as it does, a towering silhouette distinguishes itself from the shadows of the trees and lumbers towards a chair. It kind of rolls the mist rolls away from. Nim is perched on its shoulder. Come now, Taliatia of the Sojourning Song. It's been a while since you graced our fire. Take a seat. The elderly voice emerges from this figure. And as you... Well, actually, do you, do you approach? Um, not right away. There's a, a very um, long pause um and they'll the before moving forward they'll say have i been here bef- i've been here before there's no response as they wait i think they'll <laughs> even more hesitantly than like walking up to this tree slash now person is gonna like very slowly um steps. yeah 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 Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of like it's not so much like how much progress you move but the second that you make that motion forward that like okay just a couple steps the mist seems to roll back a little bit further um, revealing a campfire stones laid out in a circle with a metal frame um, kind of like the Hebrew letter chet, which if anybody knows <laughs> That's a that's a reference people know. Um, like a little thing arching over uh, the top of the the fire. Um, from it hangs an iron pot, where something warm and hearty seems to be cooking. There's no other seat, just the wooden stool that this, as you kind of like approach slowly, like shawl draped figure seems to be hunched over in. Um, go ahead and make me a perception check. How now? How big are they? How tall? How how much? How, how much room are they taking in? How much? How? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Let me. Uh, I had like I know somewhere. there's big, and then there's like. Sure. There. So Pathfinder terms, they are large. But I believe that I have a thing. Oh, okay. Um, fourteen feet tall. Awesome. Love this. <gasps> Natural 20 plus 222. Oh, ooh, ooh, <laughs> what a time. Okay, what a time okay. this is. What a fantastic um, time we're having. Okay, so you kind of approach, and are you are you kind of like sitting down on the ground in front of the fire yet, or just kind of just as you approach? Um, I think that they would want to go to the other side of the... Their Their intention is to go to the other side of the fire so that they're like, not that they're not, not that they're afraid of this person yet, um, but so that they can see them easily um, and still have, like, the light of the fire and everything. Talk face to face as opposed to, like, side to side. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, and, and I should have said, like, the, the stool that they went to sit on is, like, opposite you, so it's not, you can... Oh, okay, then yeah, yeah, yeah. Opposite. yeah, uh, yeah. It, wherever the opposite is um, <laughs> that they went to sit. That's, yes. <laughs> so... You kind of sit down and you take that moment as as 
dexterous as you are, you kind of like you 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 sit down smoothly and you kind of look and you try to angle yourself as you as you sit to kind of see if you can see under this shawl and see what this figure is. Mm-hmm. Um, you see, let's go. We'll go bottom up. You the light of the fire catches the bottom of what seems to be like a skirt. Um, it it's green with a edge of darker green that has these sort of like golden um, patterning on the hem and the light kind of catches a little bit of the gold uh, patterns and you kind of look further up this shawl is this huge draping fur um, cloak of a kind and the way it drapes seems to simply be covering most of the rest of their body but peeking out from under it are blonde braids, braided hair. Um, you see like a one braid and another kind of poking out very barely from under. The face is fully in shadow. Neat. Mm-hmm. Cool. Very cool. Um... I I don't it it feels like we've met before. You seem to know who I am. The figure shifts and it leans back and crosses one leg over the other. It's a pity to see you back so soon. It puts us in a difficult situation, you see. We still have a debt that needs to be paid. This voice is completely different than the voice that had just emanated from it. The legs uncross, but only to kind of draw inwards into like a crisscross. And it leans forward almost eagerly. Do you remember, Tal? Do you remember what we showed you? Um, no, I don't. I don't remember who you are. And we're going to go back to our friends here. (laughs) Rude. (laughs) Well done. I'm loving this so much. So now the hair on my arms are on ends for a different reason. Yeah. Um, get back into Hideaki mode because I was like, I was just in like Jacob fan mode. Like, oh my God, look at this. (laughs) Um, So side little like giddy fangirling moment for me like I was sitting not knowing what to do at the end of last session and I went down this rabbit hole and this was my like I it was so exciting like I cannot explain like when I find the things that you're looking for and you're like this will work (laughs) and so I am fucking excited Um, I'm so proud of you. You're amazing. Thank you. <laughs> so good. So good. Um, so with a success from our little Leshy friend, um, Tarne, after ten minutes have passed and and conversation, um, <laughs> I'm seeing notes from Star. who's just like, <laughs> what the actual fuck? Yep. 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 <laughs> I love it. 
Um, Hug your note takers, everybody. <laughs> yes. yes. Um, so, so these these are ten minutes. Um, we did have some conversation um, as it as it kind of draws to an end. Um, the leshy kind of, which was at, at some point moved from like kind of going all over Arafay, like, you know, like checking, doting on them, kind of like like this, that, the other, doing things for the spell. Um, at some point, as 10 minutes is a long time to cast a spell, they find themselves into like the cross-legged seat on the floor in front of the chair. And they let out this breath. And like, if you look at them, because it's probably the first noise that has emitted from them, um, for the first time, like, you can see how tired they look or haggard almost it's like you heard from um teacher ought a mention of that they were like summoned they had left and they had been summoned yesterday so likely they were traveling this whole time to get back um and they they get up they turn around to teacher Lissetti and sign that they are done and Let's not delay anymore. Let's begin. Teacher Lissetti has been, meanwhile, setting up a ritual. Teacher Ott, at the end of this spell, looks you over, Arafay. It was hard to fight these needs and urges of the mycelid colony almost like calling to you like I gotta I gotta go to the forest I gotta I just need to find them I just need to find myself there like this is I can't they stay could here probably help Tal is what was going through her mind <laughs> yeah yeah like well it, they'll have answers like we can mm -hmm. do something about this let's just I gotta yeah. go and like the 10 minutes was excruciating because it built the longer you just sit still you weren't moving this urge built um but you also kind of halfway through felt the magic cutting its way between that urge in your brain a little bit of a buffer and that conversation that teacher Ott and Hideaki and you were having kind of like a distraction and as that conversation ends where teacher Ott you know apologizes for the fact that you had to deal with this this wasn't the intent and that you do have a lot to give still when the leshy sighs and stands up you realize that urge has quieted um I need to double check I think the stupefied condition will last until you have a long rest or not a yeah, long rest. I'm fairly certain, unless she gets, like, a lesser restoration or something similar cast on her. Okay, so like, the condition is in place, but the disease is gone? You are no longer diseased. <laughs> Thank all the gods. For a naturally Whichever one you for... choose. <laughs> <laughs> um, from the Leshy, along with um, the level they are compared to the level that this disease is technically, um, it was... I think a critical success, which is amazing. Um, you didn't even need that. Technically, with this, you could have uh, been okay with a failure. Uh, funnily enough, it still weirdly works. It's a whole weird thing. 
<laughs> um, but like That's I said, <laughs> this stuff's weird. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so you're kind of thinking for yourself for the first time. Uh, I guess the only thing that she would go is, I think I need to learn that one. Uh, the less she kind of like turns around, um, gives you a smile, um, taps their head, nods. And Thank you. Just from that point on, like, seems to literally just be assisting, assistanting. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that That's, one. yep, that one. Syrup um, has stopped working. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> um, to to teacher Lissetti. Um the next bit as teacher Ott tells you um, which actually kind of like oh uh, and pats down for just a second and hands teacher Lissetti a diamond um, and as he does he's like alright so teacher Lissetti here um, along with Tarne and, and myself will be Casting a ritual. May I help? Kind of looks at you. This ritual takes a day. It will take the entire day. That is fine. If you wish to, and if you have the... Kind of looks at Teacher Lissetti, um, who goes, I only need two secondary casters. And she, like, clocks Teacher Ott, uh, Tarnay, and then goes back to what she's doing. And Teacher Ott kind of like... Ark snaps his head at Teacher Ott. I failed my last ritual. I would like to learn. I won't fail again. I think, Teacher Lissetti, that... Correct me if I'm wrong, but the attempt to call forth the target's soul would be assisted by those close to it. And Teacher Lissetti like... Yes, yes, however... You have to understand this is a grueling ritual. This will not be easy. And you, she looks at Arafay, have just been through a lot. I will only say to make what you deem each the smart decision. Ark, hearing that, will look at Hideaki and say, I believe you are closer than I. Would you like to help? And I will watch. Kind of looks at an Ark and kind of, over to Arafay and over to Teacher Ott. See, Ark was asking. I wasn't going to. And steps forward. Um, you see Teacher Lissetti, who is still setting up the ritual, at hearing that little smile on, like, to the, the side of her face. And she nods and says, the both of you can help. Um, what was your name again? She looks at Arafay. Uh, my name is Arafay. I think these two will be the most helpful to you. However, if this takes a full day, you will all likely need things, and I will be here to assist in any way you need. All right. Um, keep us fed, hydrated. Mm -hmm. Those are very critical. Well, we'll see what Phrasma has in store for this one. And she says that Arafay is just going to, like, put her hand over her birthmark. <laughs> um, and smile. I don't think she... She doesn't, like, notice it at first, but when she does, because like, when you do that, she kind of looks at you curiously. You said your name was Arafay? Yes. Familiar. Okay. Um, and 
she kind of like she's, looks at teacher Ott. Who's she's like, about to ask something, but sees that she's changed attention and pulls back. <laughs> like there's something uh, more important right now. <laughs> uh, uh, teacher Ott's like kind of makes this like definitely not the time right now um, and kind of gets you all situated. Um, now comes an interesting question. All right. Let's talk a little bit about the resurrect ritual. Real quick before before we do that. Yes, 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 pause. yes, yes. Um, after like everybody sort of says that, hope. You give me hope. Well, if that's what I can give, that is what I will do. You already do. You don't have to try. Ark will look over and say, "I believe you'll be more useful in the future." <laughs> I love it. That's the goal, my friend. It's like Hideaki had a balloon and fucking Ark just pops it right <laughs> It's like, it's like we're volleyball. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to set this one up real nice for you. And Ark just slams it from the other side. <laughs> He's trying his best. He was literally like, like to give you an insight to Ark's mind. He was, was like, perfect. he was like, these would be good words. To mm-hmm. to help her want to stay and grow, yeah. <laughs> and and, and I'll be better next time. Arafe you know? <laughs> giving to like I know we've been together for three each other for like a year and a half at this point. You, you you lost you for a sec. Oh, lost me for a sec. Yeah. Um, it's like I feel like even though we've only been together for three days, we feel like we've known each other three years at this point. And yes. she definitely understands. Like that is arc being encouraging no doubt <laughs> takes it for what it is i love that <laughs> all right um so resurrect this was an interesting one because resurrect is a level five ritual it's a big boy um it takes a full day to cast costs a diamond worth a certain value times the target's uh level does require two secondary casters, like we mentioned. Um, it requires you to be at minimum, the primary caster has to be a minimum an expert in religion. Um, and what it does is attempt to call forth the target's soul and return it to its body. Like you would expect, like D&D, you know, regular resurrection. Um, it requires the target's body to be present intact relatively (laughs) i love that it says that relatively intact um and the target must have died within the past year if phrasma has decided that the target's time has come or the target doesn't wish to return the ritual automatically fails but that's after these checks you don't know until until it happens um Obviously, as all Pathfinder things are, there's a critical success, a success, a failure, and a critical failure. Um, let's all pray it's not a fucking critical failure. Because literally, the critical failure starts with something goes horribly wrong. Okay. <laughs> um, what? In this game? No. In nah. this game? We're really good at failing, so it's fine. That's a level five spell, so that means the DC is like 40. So, Right? <laughs> um... I see you. I see you, Tal, with your phrasma. <laughs> I see. I see. <laughs> um, you'll never know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, uh, it's it's nine fifteen. I do it before. Think do it before. 
Do before. Do before. Let's do before. Let's do before. Right. Let us yeah, have time I, to process our feelings if it goes wrong. I gotta yeah. pee before all this happens. Uh, hear me out. Roll it, roll it before, but don't tell us what happens until after. Oh my god, that's even more. Uh, okay. Why are you no, 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 so, I thought we were rolling stuff first. Okay, 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 okay. The ritual begins. The ritual begins... Now, this is going to take a full day, okay? A full freaking day. So, plenty of time to see what happens with Tell. Tell. <laughs> wow, what a great segue that was. <laughs> Thank you. There's more fog in this room. Speaking of fog. Fog machine, part of the ritual, obviously. <laughs> Yeah, weirdly, this fog starts rolling into the room. It's weird. <laughs> we are getting the call to make this a real-time thing. A real-time 24 hours. Let's go. Oh, my God. <laughs> call out of work. <clears throat> I'm not feeling good. Don't it's do this. It's fine. I don't need to go to PT in the morning. It's fine. <laughs> okay. So, you said you didn't remember, right? That we left off with a... With mm -hmm. a no, I, I don't. I don't remember. Yeah, how can I? I don't remember who you are. Yeah. The figure gestures to the mist around you. As you turn to look, you see shadows kind of like backlit through the mist, like as if there's a light somewhere in it. And you know how that makes the fog thicker when you shine a light through it? And you see these figures. And as this sort of shadow play starts telling a story around you and you kind of like clock and follow it as the characters move, you look around you and around the campfire and you kind of just watch the story surrounding you. The voice, this time, the... figure kind of crosses their legs again and then places both feet on the ground and kind of hunches forward. We'll tell you your story once more. Then you'll understand why we need you to choose. And this weird voice kind of fluctuating between three different voices begins to tell a story. So let's tell a story together. Olu. Grandmother Olu. Your grandmother. You recognize the name instantly, of course, but for the audience. <laughs> Olu was a wizard's apprentice in the sprawling city of Absalom. With wealthy clients and a hardworking, talented assistant, this wizard grew to some wealth himself. It wasn't long before this wealthy wizard fell into an all too common trap of paranoia. He turned his focus to guarding his secrets, his success, he would secure his house and workshop with intricate traps and complex charms. 
eventually, he forbid Olu, his assistant, to leave, claiming he needed her to guard his house, and if she were taken or kidnapped, she would be a liability. And this was the only way to keep her and his secrets safe. For the Amaroons, or catfolk, a life of solidarity and enclosure goes against their very nature. And so Olu struggled. When one day, and again, these kind of like scenes transition, like the mists fade and change and new figures kind of come in. One day she found a foolish rogue, catfolk, trying to break in. Instead of immediately shooing him away, shooing them away, they struck up a friendship. Eventually, a romance. The talented in her own right magician's apprentice managed to keep their trysts a secret for a while. But when she found out she was to be a mother, she knew that it was time to make their escape. The ever-paranoid wizard discovered this plot before she could enact it and set a trap to kill the young thief the next step, next time they stepped foot onto their grounds. Unfortunately, the next time the thief did come, the trap came, the trap set off. An incredibly distraught Olu ran into one of the wizard's many rooms of magic artifacts, and in desperation to save the situation, seized the very first thing she could find. That called upon us, and the deal was struck. Olu, you see the figure of your grandmother, the patterning of her young fur looking so like yours now, and you see her standing in front of a shadow, looming shadow like the one you're in front of right now. And it weirdly fades into three and back into one. And you hear Olu's voice saying, I don't want to ever be trapped in one place again. And her safety and her daughter's would be ensured as it goes back into the, uh, the figure's voices. So we read the strings of fate. And these like strings kind of like take over in the fog and a hand reaches and moves one string and shifted them. In return, when her triumvirate would be complete, we would call upon the maiden to fulfill the matriarch's due. The shadows fade from the fog and you're back to looking at this figure. Your string, says the elderly voice, is unraveling, dear. We must reinforce it with another's. Which will it be, dear? The mother? Or the matriarch? Oh, what? What? What do you mean? They gesture to the... Um... The fog again, and... Two figures stand. If you look to your right is one, to your left is the other. One, the older, slightly more hunched figure, very recognizable as your grandmother, Olu. The other, 
your mother. Wait! The voice changes and the feet draw up to sit crisscrossed again. I think there's more. And you look behind you. Ark, did you join the ritual? Yes. Yes. Hideaki, did you join the ritual? Hell to the fuck yeah. (laughs) Arafay, in your own way, do you join the ritual? Yes. Behind you, you see. And as they kind of, it's almost like they're approaching from small to like larger as like they're coming through the mist but it stops in shadow you see the form of Hideaki weirdly looming behind him a string to this huge looming form of a dragon huge like way bigger than Overnoza to the next to Hideaki, figure of Ark. Standing there, weirdly the lights of that run through their skin, typically, like cutting through as if like not shadow through the mist. It's like really weird. <laughs> and then Arafe. Oddly, with Arafe, the shadow of Arafe stands and almost mirrored a little bit behind and a little bit shifted is a duplicate of Arafay's form. On the front end, my friends, outside of this fever dream or whatever (laughs) we want to call it, Maria needs some time, I think, to to think. I don't know what I'm doing! (laughs) (laughs) No! Welcome to TTRPGs. <laughs> um, so to this is this is just give, give some behind the scenes because I know I know with a lot of imagery sometimes some things can get lost. So I, ju- I do want to like clarify this place that you're in, for all intents and purposes, Tal, has interrupted your typical journey. These yep. fogs, <laughs> although no one really knows this, obscure you currently from Phrasma, the typical progress of a soul. Cool. In it, you were told this story, and by the way, as you were told this story, it was like hearing it, and as you process, you remember that you did know this. Mm-hmm. But it's this weird dichotomy of like hearing it for the first time and then being like, ah, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember this now. Yeah. yeah. I don't relate to that. How did I not know this? But I know this. <laughs> did, I, did I dream this? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then throughout all of these figures, basically stemming from you is a th- trail of mist, but it splits. And it looks like it's unraveling and like it's like going into smoke and like fading out and each of these figures now kind of shadowed standing in the mists around you are options the last thing that this figure (laughs) said said your string is unraveling 
Mm-hmm. They must reinforce it from another's. And it's your choice. <laughs> I don't know what the implicate. What are the consequences? What does it mean? <laughs> what does it mean? <laughs> um, on the front end, the ritual's progressing. Good, good, good ways in. It's exhausting. It's grueling. It is tiring for an already emotionally drained group of individuals. Arafay, as you go and come back with food and however, you're still there. You're still helping. You're still going by and reinforcing your friends and doing your best. Overnoza sits staring at you, waiting, concerned, and is there giving you sort of like just their presence, just as, just as existence. And you feel a wariness and apprehension, a concern for you as you do this. And he kind of like, you feel through him that he's just like waiting for the thing that's immediately in front of you to not distract you anymore, you know? But he's trying his best to simply be there for you. Ark, let's start with you. How are you processing and what's going on in your head during all this? All right, first off, are we like, actually in this space the shadow space like no yeah uh yeah only tal sees these like shadowy representations of the fact that you're involving yourselves in the ritual in this way okay then what is going on with us if i could ask like obviously we're doing a ritual but like what what am i processing and then i can tell you so in this ritual you know you're there's a couple of ways um you can assist through medicine. You can assist through society. Um, those are options for, for specifically the resurrect. Um, however, you also know that like the original two casters that she had chosen as her secondaries, um, they can do those main things for the success of the actual resurrect ritual. What I want to offer y'all is creative license because i i love that way more than than the constraints of the ritual the school is handling that they're walking you through you're assisting with the rituals similar to the last time do these motions speak these phrases repeatedly um go around the room burn this incense around the body do this do that and there's physical ways to help and do you could help emotionally you can help by talking to Tal and telling her stories. You know, there's there's a lot of things. You know that your focus is either the ritual or helping this soul return to its body, whatever that means for you. Okay, so I can't do both. I'm, I'm just asking. I mean, you can... Yes, like, I mean, you could be doing things and then also talking, but I want it to boil down to one check to, like, what your focus is on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, so art. What I imagine that Ark would do, like, as a character, is he would be very almost, for lack of a better word, robotically focused on the ritual. Like, we messed this up, need to do this. The incense needs to be here. Oh, this line got slightly messed up by a foot. Let me redraw it. And he would just Mm -hmm. be, like, checking everything. But once Mm -hmm. we got down to the ritual itself, I think he just... Having read about it, knowing rituals and saying someone saying that he was close to Tao would get close, like wherever he needed to be within the circle. And he would just 
lean down. He would put his hand close to Tao, but not touch them because he doesn't want to. Uh, and then say, I believe we have enough skilled people for you to come back. I don't think we will fail the ritual. I was told we are a team. I don't think we will be a team without you. And then he gets up. <laughs> okay. Hideaki, do you want to go now or do you want to go after? I can go now. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Tal, I've read a, a lot of incredible stories in my short time, but I don't know if I've encountered a story more fascinating than, than yours. Which is amazing, because we've only known each other for a short time. But you've made an incredible impact in me in ways I didn't really know possible. You've even said you that I remind you of your older brother, even though I'm, I'm, I'm not. But I found myself wanting to be. Ultimately, I think I want to just make you proud. But I can't do that if you're not here. I refuse to believe. I refuse to believe that you're just a footnote in my, actually our story. If Arafay represents my hope, and Ark represents my knowledge, you represent my strength. Though you have spent several moments terrified and afraid, you've taught me that, really, for the very first time, it's okay to not be perfect. I wish you had seen the ritual we failed already, but it was fun. <laughs> True camaraderie for the first time, I think. And I think that's because of you. So, come tell the story with us. Besides, you still have to take me to the circus, right? As Tal, um, as Maria had stepped away very, very briefly for, for Waffles, um, would you be willing to repeat this as I think it's important, um, Tal, in these moments, as you're looking at their... So I gave you the preface that these shadows came forward. Mm -hmm. But they come forward as each of them do this. Okay. okay. So Ark came first... And you hear their voices kind of, while muffled and filtered, do filter through to you. And you hear this. So I do want you to hear what Ark said. Okay. Yeah, so outside Ark is bouncing around. He's fixing lines and making sure this incense doesn't get off of fire. He is just making sure everything is pinpoint. Just kind of bouncing around chaotically almost. And then he, like, kneels inside the circle puts a hand on the ground close to Tao, but doesn't touch them, and says, We have enough skilled people to successfully complete this ritual. I do not believe we will fail. I was told we are a team. I do not believe we would be a team without you. And then he gets up. You heard Hideaki's. Erefe. You've Earlier, you ran, you grabbed some, some food for people um, to, to take quick little breaks, but you're, you've been back for a little bit now. Um, and you kind of were helping some distribute some materials and some supplies. And you see Ark kind of say those words, and you hear Hideaki's, um, and you're welcome to have your own moment as well. So, Arafe is going to switch course a little differently from those two. Um, and she's going to trying her best to stay out of their way because they have a job to do. 
And she's just going to put her hand as close to Tal as she feels she won't be in the way. And she's actually going to speak to Phrasma instead. Um, I mean, in the way that, you know, you pray to a god. <laughs> um, and she's just going to say, not this one. She, Tal's not done yet. Tal has a beautiful soul wrapped in darkness that they are trying so hard to figure out where that light belongs. So I'm asking, as one that you have chosen, I have chosen them. Don't let them be done yet. Leave it at that. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. And I have a question for you, Maria. Would you like to make your choice now or after break? Oh, God. <laughs> Rip that band-aid off. <laughs> Jeez. Oh. I want to make it after break. Let's do it after break. Right. Perfect. I have I have I have it in my head. I want to do it after break. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> 